So, welcome to this week's Nine Hertz podcast. Um, we started off with um, an absolutely amazing bit of, I guess, Stone Rock, bit of uh, sort of balls to the wall kind of Stone Rock. Um, and that's from Lima, Peru. Uh, they're called Rito Verdugo. And um, yeah, just really sort of vibrant and um, exciting sort of stuff, isn't it, Pete? I mean, you, you've sort of picked this one. We were just saying before, we need to visit Lima, Peru because we play so many bands from there. Um, it seems like they've yeah. got a really solid scene of all kinds of kind of alternative stuff. So, yeah, there, there is, is it, you know, there's, uh, I mean, we've talked about it before, but a lot of kind of psychedelic, you know, like heavy, you know, heavy psych and birthless type music. And I mean, this is more, more of your, you know, straight up stoner than that. It's got a, that slacker cool of, of, you know, some of the best stoner rock. Yeah. It's got that great. It's just, you know, it's just a, a, a really cool record. And, I can't remember how I came across it. I probably just, I, I think I just saw the kind of the artwork and thought it's probably something I should check out and, you know, it proved right. Um, it seems to have been created during lockdown, which is incredible, really, because they are a four-piece band. Yeah. Um, written um, and recorded during lockdown. So, you know, good work there. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, there's a lot of stuff coming out through lockdown, but I think a lot of it seems to be, you know, we're, we're playing a few one-person uh, projects or, or bands um this podcast and i think that's a majority of what's being produced but i mean if bands are able to get together then you know brilliant so you get stuff like this which is a treat mm. really so that song was called monte gorilla um and it's off the album uh, post primatis um really honestly go and check out the art- artworks it's, it's stunning um i think that's probably what what grabbed your attention in the first place in it pete um so yeah, I can get yep. this at um, retoverdugo.bandcamp.com uh, and I think it's just a few dollars, so go for it. Um, so we're going to continue. We've got ex- exactly the same as uh, every week. Uh, nine of the best tracks that we found through submissions to uk, or stuff that we found on Bandcamp from our, our sort of weekly trawlings as we do. So um, this is one that just came through, uh, suggested from Bandcamp. Uh, I think it came from... Uh, a, a label that I've kind of bought stuff on before called Nihilistic Noise Propaganda. And this just kind of, yeah, it, it just caught, caught my attention and it's, it's really interesting. It's a band called Swarming. Um, and the song's called Veins. It's the only one they've released so far. Uh, it's out uh, in a few weeks' time. And yeah, it, it just kind of um, sounded uh, evil, kind of reminded me of a band that we played recently called Oil Spill as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just very sort of jagged and. Um, kind of out there. So yeah, what do you reckon to this one, Pete? Yeah, it, it's good. It's you know, it's it's like chaotic. It's like it's like the band name's really apt in that sense. You know, but yes. you know, like like black metal should be. Um, and you know, the guitars are really abrasive. You know, almost to the point where it sounds industrial without it being industrial. You know, it's that kind of you know uh, rough edged. Uh, yeah, yeah, really good. I, I you know knew nothing about this band coming in and until you kind of picked it and. You know, enjoyed this looking forward to the rest of it definitely yeah i mean this track we're going to play is a good 10 minutes so um there's there's two other tracks that are coming out with this it's uh it's out on tape so yeah i can't wait to hear the rest of this to be honest um the the label seem to put out um tons of stuff they've been quite busy this year already so um there's bands called uh cac uh chain victim um and it seems to just be quite um prolific as a label not been going um ever so long but yeah check them out so you can get this at nihilistpropaganda.com slash music uh, that takes you to their band camp uh, and you can get this on cassette 
Um, so the record's called Primeval Arteries of the Sacred Dead. I'm going to play the song Veins. <laughs>
big fans of this next record label on the podcast. So um, Caligari Records um, have been putting out some incredible stuff. And we've played quite a lot of uh, releases in the last um, year or so. Um, and Pete, you've, you've found another one. So uh, this band called Marth, um, it's got really interesting kind of backstory to it. So I don't know if you want to sort of enlighten people. Yeah, so it's um, a, a kind of one-person band, a uh, drummer called Marzia, and she's in uh, she's in kind of several um, crust bands in Italy, uh, apparently. And she's a you know, drummer in there, and I presume like a lot of drummers in, in several bands. And from the kind of the, you know, the press blurb that came with it, it it's, and, and it says it on Bandcamp as well, has this desire to kind of play, um, to play metal. But has never kind of right found the right people to to form this band with, um, so just decided to write her own album, mm. and uh, I think it says like like influences being kind of Bathory and Sacrilege, and somewhere between that, and uh, this is the result. And uh, we got it a few weeks ago for, for through the emails, and I loved it instantly. I, you know, it's I think it's it's one of the strongest Caligari records releases. Uh, of the year, which is saying something, because like you say, pretty much everything they put out, and they put you know two, three releases out a month normally, is always good. It's it's they have the right ear for kind of you know black and death and whatever it is, and um, yeah, I, I really kind of was taken with this. It's got it, you know, it's it's not full on black metal, but obviously it's got that influence in there, kind of the older elements of it you know the mm. you know obviously the battery um bits of it um it's kind of mournful without it being like full-on gothic yeah it's got you know it's melodic but it is also you know dark it's got you know weight to it um it's you know it's, it's not maudlin but it is morose i don't know just i really kind of felt it i think because this you know i picked the first track on it but all of it the whole release is is stunning yeah yeah, I mean, um, the song we're going to play, "Sisters of Darkness." It to me, it sounds like a less um, like camp or you know um, silly, like Merciful Fate or King Diamond. It's got that kind right, of yeah. new wave of British heavy metal sort of thing on it as well. A um, bit of goth in there as well, like eighties goth style. Um, mm-hmm. Just under it, like um, I think I love the like the the backstory is amazing. I think because um, she said you know she had a electric drum kit that she'd never used and kind of found that limiting, but kind of liked how it sounded. And mm-hmm. she wanted to kind of um, also mimic Cawthorn's um, vocals from Bathory, which are slightly off key, um, kind of adds mm. to that Gothic nature to it. So yeah, I, I found this really interesting. And I think um, it's one that you can kind of get lost in as well. Um as with a lot of Caligari releases, to be honest, um, it's got a sense of the uncanny about it. So I thoroughly recommend this. Um, yeah, you can get the tape from uh, Caligari Um and it's uh, the self-titled uh, track Sisters of... Well, sorry. I'm going to play the title track. Uh, this is Sisters of Darkness. This is a cold of crumbling torn the dust that wired the cat, 
very rare that we'll pick the same things. Um, although it's becoming more common these days, I think, at the moment. But uh, yeah, me and Pete very rarely pick the same kind of uh, release. Uh, but on this occasion, we've picked the same uh, EP from a band called Huntress of Stars. So I'm going to play a, a track from their uh, their new uh, release, which is called Borrowed Eyes with Witch to Sorrow. This this just came up on Bandcamp for me. I'm not sure about you, Pete. Yeah, I think the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, we, we do move in the same kind of tastes, I guess. So things like this will happen. But um, yeah, th- this just really struck me. I, I listened to the whole release as soon as I saw it. And it's just kind of a little bit spacey, a little bit um, kind of sludgy. And yeah, just, just really interesting, isn't it? Um, not really sure about um, much about them because, you know, there's not much information out there. We've seen... Uh, other people have kind of mentioned this online and um, it's a bit of a mystery. We don't know if it's a solo project, we don't know if it's a full band, but they're from Illinois. Um, and yeah, just just really um, exciting kind of release. So, I mean, yeah. what did you reckon to it? Yeah, it, it is good. It, it, I think you kind of nailed it. it it's, a bit, um, it's a bit sludgy, but it's a bit more progressive than that. Or, you know, mm. not full on, well, not anywhere near post-metal, well, maybe the tiniest glimmer of that. Um the kind of the bands that remind me of there's a bit of our wake in there or how you pronounce it It, not their full-on kind of you know um southern sludge type stuff but they're they're really you know they're spacey out there you know different completely different sludge which i love um as you know um and the band dead bird if you remember those you know the the ones the the bands who who had that kind of progressive sludge sound um you know, not just uh, all out screech and you know, like mm. you know, a little bit like more considered. Yes, yeah. uh, maybe even a touch of like a early day Baroness as well in there. Yeah, um, and all that you know, this is incredible kind of list of bands I'm reeling off for for an unknown band that both of us came across by you know by chance and have you know have put this out there. That that's a you know real kind of. Um, you know, a real great sign for for what it is, and and that's just a reflection. Of what it is I, you know, I picked a different song to you, but again, highlighting the fact that the whole release is good. Um, yeah, yeah, really taken back, and you know, the the cover again, you know, shouldn't get taken in by covers, but when you're trolling through the hundreds of Bandcamp releases, you know, maybe under a tag, maybe that's how I found them, like you know, tag of sludge or something like that, and then you just flip through it, and you kind of that cover stands out. Yes, yeah, definitely. It's just mm. simple, but it's it's got that kind of psych edge to it, and yeah, mm. very good. Yeah, I, I mean, um, it doesn't appear that they're even on social media. I've just done a quick check, and I just can't really find much about them. So, um, yeah, I guess um, look them up yourself. Really, you can get this at huntressofstars.bandcamp.com, and I think it's pay what you want for this one as well. So, you know, um, six tracks of absolute brilliance. Um, we're going to play uh, the second track of this. It's called Twin Furies. Uh, see what you think.
we're often um, sort of uh, guilty of, of kind of uh, not mentioning people's social media on, on the podcast, but um, this next band have actually made a conscious decision not to be on social media. They said, no social media, some videos maybe. So um, this band we're co- this playing next is uh, called Superion. Um, you found this one, Pete, and it's on something called Bloody Mountain Records, which I've not come across before either. Yeah, I think the I might be wrong on this, but the label seems to have a lot of um, kind of acts which have the same members of people in. I think and right. Superion's a, a one-man band. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so so I don't know whether it's you know it's the same people running the label. So, but yeah, anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, I, funnily enough, I came across this. Um, on Sunday, when when we kind of tell each other which songs we're going to play in advance of the podcast, so we've got time to listen to them, and we realised we both picked uh, Hunter's Stars. So I thought, right, you know, I, I've got I've got other tracks I could play, but I thought I'll just have a kind of you know a, a bit of a wander and see what I can find. Um, and I found this in uh, in an article, and it was. Uh, I think uh, no clean singing. So yeah, like a really good kind of uh, webzine, um, really good articles, and you know, extreme metal covers, you know, doom, black death, um, and and this was there in their roundup and read it, and you know, I was intrigued, particularly with kind of the you know the real kind of sci-fi element to it. The cover, um, it's just you know black, but with a you know with a planet just appearing in the bottom left, uh, and then all the song titles. The there's a Blade Runner reference, uh, Blade Runner sample in the first song, which is you know is a, as blatant as you get for um, sci-fi <laughs> yeah. sampling. The second song is called the Bus Ramjet Malfunction, which I've since learned is some theoretical physics, you know, sort of attempt at um, explaining how you could theoretically, you know, uh, travel at speed of light or whatever. This song is called Planet Crusher. The whole thing is you know is built in that in that way, and you know there's there's a you know real kind of strong history in. Uh, black metal and death metal in particular, with, you know, with the sci-fi kind of fixation. Mm. Um, you know, you've got the blood, inc- blood incantation, obviously, recently. You've got Time Ghoul back back in the day and, and, and many in between. Yeah. And, and I like that. I really, you know, it gives something different from, you know, typical gore or typical occult. You know, it, it's, you know, it's a bit more, you know, it's, it's just slightly, you know, different from, from the obvious. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 yeah, sorry, no. I mean, there's something sinister about the depths of space and, you know, um, the idea of um, mysterious races out there and, you know, planet destroying uh, you know, yeah. spacecraft and all sorts. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's got I, loads of, um, you know, um, potential for this kind yes. of thing. And we're well used to, you know, that as a muse for, you know, we're, you know we, we play a lot of um, psychedelic music, heavy psych, and that often kind of reaches out there. But that's often with a... You know, a lightness and an optimism and a hope. So, if, you know, it, it, as you say, it doesn't just have to be that. There is that kind of, you know, there's ultimate darkness and expanse, um, which lends itself equally to, you know, something like this. And then, you know, listen to it. I loved it. I really kind of enjoyed it. Uh, I've played it through several times since Sunday. It's it only costs a dollar to download the whole album. Um, the songs aren't uh, as long as you think. You know, they're, yeah. they're kind of to the point they. They have kind of a main uh, section to it, but you know, slightly, you know, go off. There is that weird element, that whole, that kind of sci-fi 
oddness is in the music as well. It's inherent mm. within it. Full enough, like as well as reading the uh, No Clean Singing, really kind of positive review. Similarly, there's another kind of website which I'm sure most people are aware of called the Angry Metal Guy, and that gave it a really negative review, saying um, while they were kind of in, you know they were looking forward to the concept, um, the songs were um, the songs were too short and there wasn't enough going on. And actually, that and, and that's fair enough. You know, I, I'm not knocking that review. It, you know, I, I get that. But I kind of like that for this. It's yeah, you know, it, it just gets in. It it feels you know they've got this weirdness, and then it ends, and then we're on to the next one. And that, you know that's it doesn't have to be a, a big sprawling fifteen minute you know epic. Yeah. I mean, if you want that, there's plenty of stuff like mm. that about. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. good on them for maybe um, you know curbing that that sort of need or that kind of desire to be like right, let's make this um, you know an eighty minute album. Which people are going to sort of trudge through and try and get to the end, and, you know, yeah. baffle them with science. So, yeah, um, I, I really like this as well. Just um, it's it's not as chaotic as, as some of the stuff we've been playing lately, but it's mm -hmm. certainly weirder and it's certainly dark and bleak. So, yeah, full full marks for this one. Um, and I've never heard of Bloody Mountain Records, so I'm going to have to sort of go through there as well. So, um, yeah, we're going to play the song Planet Crusher, defeating the Holy Emperor. Uh, and it's off the album Omniscient Pulse, and you can get this at bloodymountainrecords.bandcamp.com.
sometimes um, you know we we play like sort of overproduced death metal like stuff that goes really sort of against the grain and you know it sounds like it's been mapped out with you know mathematical formulas and everything sometimes you just need to go back to absolute basics and I think that's exactly what we're going to do with the next one so this banner called Forbidden Tomb uh, from Indonesia um, this just came up it's a demo uh, it looks like the first demo um, apparently it's a, a an act called Lux Noctis um, with another project um, and yeah it's literally the, the simplest kind of um, sounding black metal I've heard in a while I mean obviously this is this kind of stuff is done to death but sometimes you just uh, you know you, you don't need an excuse just to put something this um, this basic and this kind of um, crude on to be honest so really um, short demo less than 10 minutes I think um, and we're gonna play a song called crypt and there's three crypt songs on this one um, what do you reckon to this one, Peter? It finishes off actually with some dungeon synth. I don't know if you got to that bit. No, I didn't actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I had it on kind of uh, first time I had it on, just kind of whiz by, and I thought that's fairly, you know, not bog standard, but you know, fairly standard black metal. Uh, and then kind of went back to it and enjoyed it a lot more. It, it is, you know, there's it's suitably tinny production, yeah. really wiry guitars. And then, um, you know, and the vocals are kind of, you know, what you expect. It's like you say, it's kind of just a um, nice package of black metal. But then right underneath it, the guitar, if you just listen to pure, just the guitar line, it's just this droning buzz yeah. all the way through, which I know is like, a, a black metal thing, but it just goes on. You know, it is just a drone all the way through. And then kind of once I picked up on that, I actually kind of, you know, liked it for that, um, maybe more than more than I should, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, you know, this this kind of stuff has been doing the rounds for you know the last fifteen twenty years. You know, um, it's kind of like you have to kind of invest almost to um, to sound like this. But you know, just now and again, um, something just leaps out, and this this one really did. So yeah, I really enjoyed this. Um, I think it just came up on Bandcamp as usual. You know, that kind of um, suggestions. Or, um, you know, you bought this, you know, other people have bought this. So, yeah, just really liked it. Um, again, like, if you like this, you can kind of look into the um, the, the guys of the project, which is Lux Noctis. Um, but, yeah, uh, we're just going to play this song, Crypt One. You can get this at forbiddentomb.bandcamp.com. <laughs>
um, altogether raw and and sort of um, fast and and sort of in your face. We're going to something a little bit more uh, plodding and, and dramatic, I'd say. So, um, Pete, you found this band called Holy Death. Where, where did you find this? Because it's great. Um, I don't remember to be honest, <laughs> but I'm glad I have found them. It, yeah, uh, there was. I think I read an article on this, although again, I cannot say where. So, apologies for that. But they. It's a like one twenty minute song. Um, I've I've found since you know I, I've enjoyed this so much. I've kind of gone back uh, on the back catalogue with this band because I'd not heard of them before. Um, it's one massive twenty minute song. Yeah. Um, and you know it's labelled Death Doom. I think it kind of probably you know leans more towards the doom end of that. It's not a pure kind of you know that Death Doom genre within mm. itself. Um, but then across the twenty minutes, it goes in lots of different places. Um, it's you know. It has elements of both those sounds. It has, you know, drawn out passages. It's got, it's got solos in there, which you don't expect. Um, and, you know, it's it kind of on the cover as well. It, like, it's got this obvious, you know, um, skull figure um, on the cover, which you can, you know, you, you'd expect from kind of like death metal. But, but it's. It's, it's like a cosmic backing to that. He's holding a planet. There's a, you know, the kind of sun coming out from behind uh, from a planet in the background, a bit like the Superior album before. Yeah. And I think it's got a bit of that element in there. It's, it's also, you know, it's a, you know, cosmic death metal as well. Um, but, you know, maybe with, maybe a bit more with the kind of the light and the hope and of, 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 of space, as we were saying before, rather than what you'd expect of, of, of you know, of death metal. Um, and just loved it. This, you know, we're going to play an excerpt. Obviously, we're not going to play the whole twenty minutes. Um, and I probably, you know, this is a bit I love the most. It's 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 a bit of the kind of the drawn out bit. Um, but it's a bit, you know, I've, I've, I've played it, you know, quite a few times through as a whole. But this is, the, you know, my favourite bit of it. Really, kind of get lost in it. What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, the 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 fact that the the piece you sort of um, the the section that we've picked out here um it kind of it's a almost like a quiet drawn out funeral doomy sort of sound to it um but the way it cracks into the vocals and the, and the sort of crushing doom part it's something i've not heard before so it kind of um it almost uh, sounds like a thrash solo um which is really unusual that that goes into it and i think that's what kind of interested me about this like the whole 20 minutes sounds really engaging there's there's nothing where it stays particularly still um despite its speed it's it's really good it's really interesting um to the point of where you have to probably listen to it several times to kind of get everything out of it yeah um and that to me that's the mark of a good i mean that's not everyone's bag is it but to me that's the mark of a, a really dense piece of music if you have to kind of go back and you can get pieces out of it that you didn't hear the first time or you kind of get a different feeling from each time you play it then mm -hmm. yeah that's um that's an interesting release to me um yeah i just really like this um i think it's it's is it pay what you want for this one as well it is yeah which is amazing really um so yeah you can get this at uh, holydeathdoom.bandcamp.com um and it's uh, it's just the track celestial throne of grief um, I don't know if they're going to be releasing any more. I don't know if there's... Um, it, it seems like they've just been doing um, the odd release since about October last year. So there's two before this, Supreme Metaphysical yeah. Violence and, and something called Tip 2019. So 
Yeah, they're not, and you know, uh, like so. That's a that's pretty much an album out in February, um, which is normal length songs, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and the one before that's only from October last year. So um, I don't know if it's kind of a leftover from that session, or that you know, obviously, you know, you kind of write an album, and then all of a sudden you've got a twenty minute song. What do you do with that? So yeah. um, probably intentional kind of dual release, maybe from the same sessions. But you know, they, they've already put out three kind of great pieces of music since October. So you know, that's prolific and it's all, you know, that's a band you want to get into.
So in the last few weeks, we've seen a lot in the in the way of compilations and sort of benefits for people. I mean, we're playing two in a row here, so um, just be warned. Um, so yeah, a, a lot of people have been raising money for Black Lives Matter. Um, people have been raising raising money for food banks, mental health charities, the NHS, everything. Um, I think as as the pubs and and sort of like life comes back to normal, like what what they're saying, like the new normal. Um, there's um there's a lot of venues that are going to be struggling. Um, there's a lot of pubs that have already announced that they're not going to open again. There's there's been several in Sheffield already, um, and across the country, I'm sure. So um, it's quite heartening to see that bands are getting together to kind of save their own um, kind of art spaces or or venues or bars that they have frequented and sort of uh, developed their sound in things like that. So uh, came across this a few uh, weeks ago actually. This was actually uh, released right on the first of June, uh, but it's. A compilation called Bong Grenades, uh, and it's from a Brighton label called Half Melted Brain Records. And it's all in aid of a venue that I've never been to, but looks to me to be the perfect little venue called The Pipeline in Brighton. So it's like a very small pub downstairs, and it looks like it's just got an upstairs room where bands play. Looks like um, they have quite a lot of um, sort of high energy kind of hardcore shows there. Um, and uh, yeah, a load of bands have just got together, and you know, some of the bands we've played before. Um, so we're going to play a track of this um, by a band called Nuclear Breakfast, which I gather is uh, a member of Ohms, but there's other Nine Hertz bands here on uh, on here, isn't there, Pete? I mean, we've played uh, Ariza before. I think there's something to do with Astral Noise. Um, yeah, the Ogis big band. Big band yeah. yeah, 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 this is great. You know, it's a good label. Um, and, you know, I've, I haven't even been to Brighton before, but as you say, these yeah, are the same. venues which... <laughs> yeah, these are the venues which... Um, you know, keep keep any scene alive, and have, have you know the burgeoning kind of scene we've been you know we've been part of um, relies on venues, and we're going to have to support them coming out of this. Yeah, uh, you know, without that, we're going to struggle to get back. You know, it's going to be a struggle anyway. But then once the event, you know, if we if we haven't got the venues, then we're going to hit a slump. And it's and and not just that. You know, there's people there. There's people's earnings. There, you know, wages. People who put. You know their money and their time and and their, their their life into kind of helping the scene and helping you know helping bands and music yeah. thrive. So it's to support them as well as to support you know the the, the scene. Um, and you know as that that venue as you describe it, you know we can all picture one of those venues in our town and you know venues which we might have lost or we still have or might be losing. And that's you know that's a perfect cause for us to be getting behind now. Yeah, yeah, and this is you know great kind of release. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, for every um, small venue, there's a, there's a small business owner as well. So it's kind of, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as as much as people are saying, you know, go out and spend money and go and go and stimulate the economy, um, you know, spend it in the right place. Don't don't just go to Weatherspoons or, you know, another big, yeah. um, you know, chain. Uh, go and find those independents and go and spend money there because. They're the people who actually rely on it for a living and and you know for surviving rather than um, you know fattening up um, you know corporate kind of uh, shareholders or what have you. So um, yeah, I'm I'm all behind this kind of thing. And really, um, you know, if you if you're in a band or or you, you're run a label, then this might be an idea. You know, a, a perfect excuse to kind of do the same for a venue in your town as well. So. If you feel as strongly as we do about this, then you know maybe it's time to step up as well. Really, uh, sort of good cause, and it, it kind of it helps bands so much. I think 
every band that kind of makes it has been on this to- like toilet circuit or you know the smaller kind of circuit and some of those shows are the best ones you'll ever play so you know they're special places so i love this kind of thing um yeah so good luck to the pipeline i'm hope i'm hoping this helps you guys um but i'm sure with the support they've got here that they're, they're going to do well anyway so yeah there's, there's bands on here as like we've mentioned um ones i've never heard of before like Co- codex seraphini um nuclear breakfast i've never heard of before this and arch druid so yeah uh, 14 songs and i think it's five pounds to download so you can get this at halfmeltedbrainrecords.bandcamp.com. Um, you should probably look at their back catalogue as well because they seem to have released quite a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, so we're going to play a song called Heath Ledger by a band called Nuclear Breakfast. See what I think to this. <laughs>
close this week with uh, another compilation, but this is um, something altogether different. So um, a bunch of uh, sort of musicians from across the UK's um, kind of underground, I guess, um, has come together to sort of create something that's, I guess, unique. It's like, um, I think they all got asked to contribute a song that they'd written especially for this. So I think all of this is original, as far as I know. Um, and a lot of this is people who you might know um, in other bands. Um, so, um, you know, unbeknownst w- that we played before, that's uh, Kez Whelan. Um, there's uh, something here called The Owl, which is actually Paul Priest, who's played w- in God knows how many bands uh, and put on loads of gigs over the years. And yeah, it's just like, it's great. It's a 22 uh, song compilation called Segregation and Scribendorarium. Um, compilation 2020. And yeah, it's just um, absolutely jam-packed with bleak black metal, all made under lockdown. And, um, you know, the donations are all split between Black Lives Matter and Mind, the mental health charity. So absolutely brilliant. And they they did a a live stream, I gather, uh, on the 5th of June. Um, And yeah, there's there's just so much to to go at here. I mean, you've picked a song by our good friend Terry Larkin, who's um, a, a promoter under Holy Spider in Sheffield. Um, yeah, but we could have picked anything off this, really, couldn't we? It's it's brilliant. We could, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I'll come to the song in a bit. The the you know it it covers kind of two big kind of massive elements of of twenty twenty. It's it's that what you know how how are you kind of coping with with lockdown? And I think there's that reference to the donations going to mind and how you know how are people going to cope with that? And, you know, creative people and that they're you know like you know, their plans for their bands are kind of completely been shattered, they're kind of, you know, and the house bound and not being able to do that and actually go, right, let's let's try and make something positive and try and do something and, and come together and do this. And I think that's fantastic. So, you know, it's really kind of productive and, um, you know, like communal way of doing this, you know, the, the, the kind of, I think the people from Colesburg were the people that have um, instigated this and, you know, administered it and they've done a fantastic job. And I think it's, you know, it's been a real kind of, it's probably, you know, I'm guessing there's people who've found a real outlet in this. You know, another yeah. one's um, our friend Paul, who was in uh, Berserkovitz, he was in Cotswold at the time, he's in Grown. He's, you know, he's gone out and done that. You know, the, these aren't necessarily people who were in black metal bands or, you know, yeah, I think the vast majority weren't. Mm. Um, but as we, you know, have we said thousands of times, and as everyone knows, black metal is a great kind of uh, one-man band um, outlet. So, it's probably you know suitable, and then the other element, as you say, you know, this is for charity. This is, um, I mean, the fact that we've got a twenty-two you know track uh, black metal release for benefits going to Black Lives Matter is you know it says a lot. It, it you yeah, know it's brilliant. It's sad that it does you know, but that's <laughs> still a big thing you know that yeah. like, you've got a black metal release you know giving money to that and that's amazing you know. It, so yeah, brilliant work by everyone involved. Um, really kind of like proud of our scene of that, even though nothing to do with it. We feel, you know, pride in our yeah, yeah. scene that this has come from that. And then, yeah, and then, you know, that kind of, I, I made my donation, I paid for it on the day release. Um, and I didn't listen to it that day because it was the Bandcamp waiver day and I kind of, there was so much to listen to yeah. that day. Um, and then I came to it kind of in the last week or two. And um, I don't mean this disparately, but it, it's, it's really good. It's like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying I was expected to be bad, but I wasn't expected to be this good. Bearing in mind the limitations and the um, short notice, you know, the, the the these aren't kind of 
like you said, these were made for this. So um, not necessarily, you know, a lot of time spent, you know, writing these songs or anything like that. So um, for the quality, you know, to be there, like across that, there's so many good songs on there. Like there's a band called, uh, a, a release called Corpse Candles. I don't even know who that is. It just says from Nottingham, um, which I really liked. And all, you know, all the ones you've already mentioned. Yeah, um, I think that and it's so a mystique, though, doesn't it? <laughs> that, yes, yes, yeah. It's not yeah. really named. You have to kind of yes. like, use your. Uh, and then speaking of which, you know, I think you've got twenty-one bands on there who it's hard to pin down to who they are, and because they've come up, you know, you've got to come up. You've got an opportunity to come up with a black metal name. Here you go, and uh, uh, Terry's gone for T Larkin. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, good ending for that. Um, at least we could easily identify which one it is. Um, but yeah, picking one, I, I I found it hard to pick. And actually, you know, Terry's done a really good job here. You know, yeah. I'm not I'm not aware that he's got any kind of one man band black metal in his background. So to come up with this, you know, it's fantastic. And what I also know about him just is that he's like me works in the NHS in Sheffield in IT. Uh, but unlike me, you know, I've I've kind of um, been able to work at home. You know, supporting. Uh, my we work in different hospitals but i've been able to work at home and supporting from there he's been on site he's been in hospitals um working throughout this and that you know that's that's something i'm passionate about and you know you know good on him for that so it, it kind of this whole release and and terry in particular i think kind of sums up everything um everything positive that can come out of this you know from all the different aspects so yeah really good he'll be getting a big head from this i'm sure um <laughs> yeah so i mean if you want to pick this up we'll put the link in the um in the description but um yeah i think was it five pounds I, I can't tell anymore it's, I've, it's, I've it's uh it, so. i think it was name your price but you could you know obviously yeah it's there for donations to you yeah. know put what you can in yeah it's literally going through to um both those 100 percent going to those two charities so yeah go for it yeah we're going to finish this with this um so yeah uh terry's track is uh it's called used and forgotten um see what you think to this we'll be back next week Thank you. 